Blog Talk Radio. Transitioning from one level to another and recognizing when and how to move to the next chapter. And your hosts have always been introduced. Yes, indeedy, fool for the deity. That's what we're talking. You know what I'm saying? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yes, sir. That's, that's, all that's, right. that's, so. it, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. Yeah. So, since we're talking about a large chunk of stuff. I know we normally do our uh do our Af- do our uh catch up and this, that and the other. But I say we give ourselves I want to do catch up. I want to do catch up. We can make it quick. I want to Oh you want to do catch up? Wanna do catch up? Oh, I forgot I you love catch up. Go ahead. You catch up. Well no, because catch up is um catch up is, is good, you know. Catch up is nice. Um Especially on French fries. So, I, I got yes, yes, catch up on French fries. Um, I got the um, the proof copy of my new book, True Game. 
it is nice and it looks dope. And um yeah. And I ordered some um what is it? I ordered some copies of Relationship Cookbook. I got my poetry book all taken care of and I got my C D and I have two more books, um Kissing Joy, Sermons of a Misanthrope, Imagine Trusting His Heart. That is a poetry book. It is actually two poems from being done. I just got the cover, so now we just got to figure out exactly how many pages. I'll be ordering that book. Um, Actually, today is Monday. We'll be ordering that book by, like, Wednesday or Thursday. And then I have a spiritual book called Jesus Wept. I will be um, getting a proof copy of that once we get the cover. And then I have another poetry book coming out called Cobalt Blue. And that's just um, the new collection. So, yeah, I'm doing that stuff. I'm fasting. I'm praying. I'm meditating. I'm doing good. I just wanted to say that, John. I'm feeling foxy. And, yes, indeed, I, I, I said I'm right praying, moving and doing, and I'm so good, so good, so good. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. That's what I'm doing. All righty, all righty, all righty, all righty. Um, I yeah. got a question for you about your book cover. Jesus what? Yes. Yes, yes, sir. Is Jesus gonna have an afro, or is he gonna look like Michelangelo? Um, he's gonna look more like Bob Marley. I can rock with that. I can rock with that. Okay. <laughs> okay. I can rock with that. But only darker. I can rock with Listen, that. Who, who's dark? Who, who's dark with locks? Um. <laughs> yeah, he gonna look more like Malcolm Jamal Warner when he had locks. That one. Yeah. As long as long as he doesn't look like Sam Jackson in the Caveman's Valentine, we good. <laughs> oh no no no! You know, you know they said that he was comely and nobody would want to look like him. But yeah, we ain't, we ain't uh, <laughs> we ain't, we ain't, we ain't trying to make him look like you know he he's about to rob somebody on the A train. So yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's Jesus. He about to rob somebody. Look at him. No, we 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 ain't doing that. <laughs> ah. So yeah, man. That that's my catch up. So that's done. So now we can get into it. Uh, get to it, homie. Uh, I ain't did shit. <laughs> that's my catch up. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Uh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nah, um, I got some things in the work. I just don't feel like talking about them right now because I'm playing them close to the chest. Nope. But when it's time to let them, let them go, it's going to be time to let them go. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the money. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. so I, I'll be uh, giving you guys updates in, in a little while. I just don't really want to put it all out just yet. But I got some things working. Just I'm not just sitting idle. You know. Got some things working. Sometimes it's it's not good to tell everybody what you're working on when it's in in certain stages. You know, that's what that's another way you get to the next chapter. Ta da See how I brought that back? Mm-hmm. See how I brought that back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was nice, that was nice. Mm. See, I'm ignorant, but I'm also an intellectual. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we do right, we have man. to give the disclaimer. We are ignorant intellectuals. In other words, we understand and believe in practicing intellect. 
but we are not some serious, staunch, you know, uh, straight edge, straight line folks where um, we don't step outside the box and get a little ignorant sometimes. So if you have problems with ignorance or people saying really intelligent things and they're saying really stupid things after them, this maybe ain't your show. So, and we joke yeah, the same for you. And, yeah, and, and we joke about stuff. So, you know, um, it, it'll be like, I don't believe they're joking about it. We're not going to joke about it disrespectfully, but we are going to joke about some stuff. And why? Because, you know, I'll just put it being black and talking in the terms of Richard Pryor. If you don't learn to laugh at some of your situation, you're going to cry or die through it. So like Richard Pryor, he would make jokes. Like he had this one album called Bicentennial Nigga, and he was like openly like, we are here to celebrate 200 years of white folks kicking ass. Now, it ain't funny that white folks beat and enslaved us for centuries. But it was funny how he said it, and we laughed at it. So, yeah, and, and let's be for real. Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, all them, they couldn't survive nowadays because they would get policed and put out of business. Yeah, I don't think George Carlin could ever could even survive in today's world the way it is. So, yeah, we're going to get a little ignorant. We're going to have a little fun. If it bothers you, so, Richard Pryor almost you didn't survive. Richard Pryor almost didn't survive his shit. So, <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, if you got problems with a little, with a little intellectual ignorance, you might want to turn this off because might have you dancing in the streets. Now, if you want to call in, this is a call-in show. This is live, unless you're listening to it on any day after the 23rd from 6 to 8 p.m. Pacific time and 9 to 11 Eastern. If you're listening during that time, this is live, and you can call in at 646 646- Six six eight two five seven four. Let me say that again. Six four six 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 eight two five seven four. And understand, you can say whatever you want. There is a caveat, though. If you say something that's absolutely stupid or that is a known lie, we will cut you off. In other words, we like to talk about Trump. We'll use him. If you say... Trump never took out a full-page ad to try to get the um, brothers from the Central Park Five, you know, um, executed, and that was fake news. I will hang, hang up, up on you, and because I will go into a 15-minute comedy dissertation on you. <laughs> yes. And, so and it would be intellectual and facts. hilarious. We're not going to dispute right. facts. Now, if you want to call up and say he did it, but you question his motivation, Okay, I don't know his motivations. I don't know exactly what he was thinking, but I know he did it, and so we're not going to ever discuss him not doing that. So that's an example. Right. So if you call up and you have your opinion, that's cool, but you can't call up here and say some dumb junk without us checking you in if we know it's absolutely false. We don't care about your opinion or what you're going to say about conspiracy theory. Our view of it's a conspiracy theory. We know it's the truth is kiss my ass. Okay, now. There we go. Yippee. Uh, now. On you, brother. With that being said, let the ignorance ensue. Now. <laughs> <laughs> now, hey, listen. We're going to take a real quick break, give you an uh, opportunity to decide if you want to call in 
you can. We're happy to have you. Um, and one thing he didn't say is like this is like a fa- this is a family show. So we discuss things from the terms of family, respect, love. Now I don't know how some of y'all families are. Sometimes it turns into a shootout, but it ain't gonna be that here. We gonna we gonna deal with yeah. each other, love, respect, but. Again, you can't come on here with dumb shit. Just not at all. No. You know. And so, if you and if you come from a dysfunctional family, when you call in, act like you in somebody else's family. There you go. <laughs> Word. <laughs> now, with that being said, we gonna uh, we gonna give y'all like five minutes. I'm gonna play two two specially selected songs for the evening. <laughs> I'm sorry. The first one, since we are talking about America, it is only fitting to start with the national anthem. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand for the singing of the national anthem. Ooh, Bette, I got to tell you, baby, I'm in doubt. Jose, can you motherfucking see? <laughs> Early motherfucking life. What's the problem with hell? At the twilight, let's got them bleeding. Whose brush dries and bright motherfucking Look what I'm whipping up. This is America. Don't catch you slipping up. Don't catch you slipping up. Look what I'm whipping up. This is America. Don't catch you slipping up. Don't catch you slipping up. Look what I'm whipping up. This is America. Don't catch you slipping up.
Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Look how I'm living now. Police be tripping now. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. I got the strap. I gotta carry them. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go into this. Yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go get the bag. Yeah, yeah, or I'ma get the pad. Yeah, yeah, I'm so cold like yeah. Yeah, I'm so dull like yeah. We gon' blow like yeah. Look how I'm geeking up. I'm so pretty. I'm on Gucci. I'm so pretty. I'm on get it. What you do? This is belly. That's cool. Yeah. On my Kodak. Black. Ooh, know that. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, mm-hmm. 
you know, first and foremost, the the, the hot topic of the day everywhere <laughs> is the global pandemic that is uh, Corona. You know, um, or Coco, as we like to call it. Uh, Coco, Rona, <laughs> Rona. You yeah, know, some people just yeah, call it Rona. Mm-hmm. Rona or Coco? You know. You got to have a Rona, name right now. Coco. Right. When somebody she, in your you know, house is like that on that level, you got to have a nickname for them. Right. Right. You know, and, and, and Rona a bad bitch. I'm going to tell you all that right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> and if she was in the game, she'd be Rona Rona. Rona, right. Rona, run up on you. That, that would be her name if she was right. in the game. She shut it down. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> she's a, a really ride or die. She is not joking. And these people expire. Right, not right? at all. Did you see in Italy? In Italy, they said something like 723 yeah, people died in one day. And people out here playing. Yeah. Yeah. They ain't going to believe it until yeah. they come home. Not- well, let me let me you know since we're talking about America, can I can I can I just go ahead and get started? Just because you might as well tell them right now. Just go and give it to them right now because I'm about oh, yeah. to get started. The views and opinions of Gypsy Soul are not necessarily the views of the Hour Radio Network or the TNC Radio, but they are his thoughts. We just saying they might not be everybody's. Go ahead. Ah, fucking America. <laughs> just, 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 I've read don't hold back. Tell where us you how got you a really lot think. of people, where you got a lot of people dying and they're been shut in for weeks. You know, you're hearing reports and not just on the news, but like I've been on Facebook. I got some friends in Italy and Spain and they, you know, they've been quarantined and, you know, and, you know, they talk about how, you know, to keep each other uplifted, they're opening their windows and they're they're like singing songs through outside, and the whole neighborhood joins in and singing these songs, and it's beautiful and it's making, you know, it's lifting you up because it's still giving you that safety, but the hu- but the human contact and everybody's kind of like, hey, we're pulling for you and your family. Ah, we're all together. Fucking America. <laughs> you got motherfuckers fighting over toilet paper. Literally online. You got two women slugging it out over a uh, over a roll of fucking charmin. <laughs> and they I mean and it's and I guess it's good to watch because, you know, only thing on ESPN now is like shit from 20 years ago. So I guess, you know. Yeah, there will be no, there will be no boxing on ESPN. You know what I mean? Like, I, I guess mm-hmm. that's, you know, considered sports. I guess. I don't know. You know, you have people wrestling over over paper products. You have people just like not giving a damn about going to the grocery store. I was at the grocery store 
before I came home, and, you know, I got a friend that works there, and, you know, I always see her. I'm like, hey, you know, this, this, that, and the other. She asked about my mom because my mom frequents that grocery store. My mom's a senior citizen, and they, you know, she said, hey, I haven't seen your mom in here. Are they okay? Yeah, they come in during the senior hours. They were like, what senior hours? We made senior hours for the senior citizens, but everybody's still coming. They like, fuck the senior citizens. I'm like, damn. You know, this is crazy to me. You know, it's asinine to me. You want to know what the most asinine thing I've seen at the grocery store? Let me know. Uh, okay, riddle me this, Batman. Riddle me this. Why is it you go to the store, right, and you're hearing on the news, hey, like Ohio is, is quarantined for for approximately two weeks. They're saying it may go longer, you know, but they're rolling things out slowly. So, you may be going for, like, you may be in the house for a month or so. And every place I've talked to in America, I've heard the same story. You go to the grocery store, you can't find toilet paper. There's no, toilet paper sales spiked. Uh, bottled water spiked. And ammunition and guns. Spiked, went through the roof, right? You can't mm-hmm. keep that shit on the shelves. But and hand sanitizer. People are going batshit crazy over hand sanitizer, right? Mm-hmm. But you know the two aisles that amaze me that are fully stocked. So let me know. Soap. <laughs> Body soap. You're going to have some sanitized hands and a nasty ass. Really? You're you, you going to wipe your ass and not ha- and use hand sanitizer instead of getting soap, body soap. I've seen women in the store, ladies. You may have your boo thing or you may not. You may be working with a few boo things, you know your lifestyle, whatever. And if you're from the age of, let's just say, 11 to 55, you ain't nobody buying no sanitary napkins, <laughs> no tampons, what I call a kitty wash, ain't nobody bought that. That shit is fully stocked <laughs> in the store, untouched. I've seen some shit with dust on it. I'm just saying. Ain't nobody getting none of this shit. But y'all got a lot of war. Like, this shit seems ridiculous to me. And then we're not giving a damn about the next person. The fuck? Where are your problems? There's a saying, if you can get people to believe absurdities, you can get them to carry out atrocities. And so they believe in the absurd. And they're running around carrying out atrocities. Like, this is true. Like, I stopped doing therapy, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to drive, live for a couple months, then I'm going to go back to um, doing my thing, figure out how I want to do it. In the middle of driving lift, that got caught up. So I was like, well, let me do something else. But I still wanted to do something where I didn't have to put forth a lot of thought or effort. 
So I'm doing Instacart, delivering groceries, and I figured I'd be doing that until I started my mental health series. Well, now since California is shut down to April, I mean, we can't even really plan. Like, I haven't even called the venue that I was talking to about it because I don't know how I was promoted to get any idea what's going on. So now I'm stuck doing this because I don't want to go back to therapy, especially being around people in this situation. And then two, because in therapy, you have to sit close to people. And then if you're dealing with somebody who's going through some mental trauma, if they're sick, they'll come in. Because I, I literally, when I was doing therapy, had to send patients home because they came in and they couldn't even sit up straight, noses running, eyes running. But I need to talk to you. I'm like, no, you don't. You need to take your butt home. I'm like, because I'm a therapist. If I get sick, I'm out of business. And so I'm not going back to that. So I go to grocery stores every day. And I can say that I've seen some of the lowest expressions of humanity, period. Like, I mean, people just disregarding. Like, I got to the store early because I use hand sanitizer more, more often than most people. And I'm not saying that because I'm special. I'm saying that because I go into a lot of grocery stores. I'm around a lot of people. And then I deliver groceries to people. So I use hand sanitizer and stuff on a regular basis, not only so I don't get anything, that's why I don't transmit it to anybody else or their groceries or whatever. So I still have about a week and a half left of hand sanitizer, but I don't run out. I buy my stuff in advance. So I get to the store at least about 25 minutes before it opens. It's only like four or five people. People line up by the time the store opens. People who got there a half hour, 20 minutes after me, I mean, like getting there right when the store, I mean, trying to run past me. And I'm just like, yo, come in in the order that you were in line. So I walk straight to the hand sanitizer, and the store only has a little bit. And, I mean, people are literally grabbing it and shoving it off the rack. And, I mean, grabbing like three and four. And I'm just like, wait a minute, for real? And these ain't no small bottles. These are the bottles that you use, refill the small bottles with. And I was just like, really? And, I mean, these are, like, men, these are ladies pushing and shoving. And I just reached over and said, for real? And I just grabbed two bottles. And I'm like, this is a damn shame. And after I got two bottles, there was only one bottle left. And, I mean, people walking around looking for hand sanitizer, and they can't because <laughs> people's stuff is full. Then you go to the toilet paper. And, I mean, people are knocking each over, knocking people over, snatching the toilet paper. I got so pissed that I grabbed one of them and put it in my cart just to make sure one of these jokers didn't get it. And I, I didn't even need toilet paper because I'm single and I got my kids every other week. So I buy, like, the big rolls anyway, so I only buy toilet paper maybe, like, once every month, month and a half. And so I'm good, but I didn't even need it, but I took it because I was just, that stuff was just so appalling, and then I put it back. Somebody came and got get it, and then me walking through, a sister almost ran me over. And I'm not saying it because she's a sister. I just like to acknowledge my black women, but almost get ran over. And I'm like, I'm a big dude, and I stopped, and I froze, and I was just like, you know what? This is too hectic. And it wasn't that I was scared of anything, but I go by spirit and feeling. And it was such a feeling of desperation and selfishness in that joint that it made me uncomfortable, and I had to get out. And, I mean, I did my regular shopping. 
got myself this role, but I was just like, this is absolutely ridiculous. And I mean, and then this is the part that really pisses me off. And this is the part that pisses me off to no end. Because I've talked to a postal worker and I've talked to a mother of, 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 a, of a person who works. And the people who are actually servicing us in these essential functions, they're getting beat up because they don't go shopping until after they get off work. But by the time they get off work, there's nothing for them. So these people who are doing these essential jobs, they can't get hand sanitizer. They can't get toilet paper. Hell, they can't get food. Like literally, it was a mother and father out there shopping for their daughter because she's got an essential job, and by the time she gets off, she's like, there's nothing in the markets for them. And I asked, like at Costco today, like, do you have a special time where you can shop? And it was a new person. They didn't know, but I'm looking like these people are in these buildings with these products and sometimes don't have even access to them because they're empty and they're getting bought out. And I'm like, think about this. The people who are working the essential job, and this pissed me off so much that I just wanted to strangle somebody, are not being able to get their supplies because by the time they get off work and get to the stores, they're out. Now, some places have made special hours for elderly people to come in first and get their stuff, and now they're limiting quantity. And now if they're limiting quantity to, like, you know, how many you can get, there's still a run, but it's less of a run. Think about this. Until they actually limit quality quantities until a certain time of day, it's going to be essential workers who are doing this work, who are taking care of us and don't have crap that they need because by the time they get off working to the store, it's all gone. Think about that. That is piss poor. The, right. It is. That's piss poor. That is piss and we, poor. And but, I mean, but, but again, we keep talking. The, the, the name of this particular show is This is America. And unfortunately, this is one of the saddest shows that we have to do at this point because we have to, we have an obligation. And, and, and we normally don't get together and, like, we'll just say, okay, this is a topic, and then we don't discuss what we're going to discuss on air. Um, but this is such a crime and a shame, you know, A-Town and I talked yesterday and was just, and I, and we both agreed yesterday that this is probably one of the saddest shows that we're going to have to do. And it's not because of the coronavirus and everything, but it's a happy and sad show. Let me amend that. Because it's sad because we have to address the absolute Foolishness that we that we as a country are doing that we are doing. This is sad, but it's but I'm happy about it because now you really get an opportunity to look at yourself and see yourself. See what this is, man. This is not cool. This is ugliness in yeah. every 
sense of the word. It is ugly. It is trifling. It is things that if you had any, and I'm just going to say it, if you had parents or grandparents, aunts or uncles who were worth a damn, beat your little ass when you was a child for. It's just ugliness and greed and panic for the sake of panic. I said it last week, and I'm going to keep saying it until it's probably this is over. Calm y'all asses down. Get what you need, what you need, and move on. Because there's other people who need it as well. And this is the thing about it. If you only bought what you needed, it would never be a run. See, people don't understand the cyclical cycle, I mean the cyclical nature of desperation. See, the fact that you are desperate makes you to act in a desperate manner. Then there comes extreme situations that result from that desperation, and then there are people who then see those acts, understand you're desperate, understand the dirt that you've created, that lack. So now since everybody is buying 20 cases of water, since everybody's buying up all the food, like I, I went to four or five stores, and I still couldn't find, because I don't buy beans in the can. I literally went to four or five stores, and I couldn't even find kidney beans or anything like that. People are buying it up. So what happens now is that there's a dearth, and now people who recognize that go out and buy up all of this stuff and then sell it back to you and gouge you. The reason that people can gouge is because people are hoarding. I went to a dollar store, right? Like I said, I buy extra stuff anyway. So I got hand sanitizer, and I'm like, I don't have to buy each one for my kids. I just looking for the little travel containers that you can put hand sanitizer in to give them because there's no I mean we don't need that much. I went to the dollar store and the lady said somebody came in and bought up their entire inventory, bought eighty of them, one person. I said she's selling that. But think about that. Because she sold because she bought all of them and because literally there were no travel containers in any stores I went to. Now somebody can get on the internet and sell a travel container full of um, full of hand sanitizer for fifty dollars, and people will think about buying it because they don't have the wherewithal or the means to go out and get some. And so that's what happens. But if you just buy what you need, whenever you need it, it will be there. And this is the crazy part: these people go on both for this, and none, and based on the, the sales, none of this junk is returnable. Most stores have a no-return policy. If you bought anything during this period of time, you cannot take it back. And so now you're stuck with it. And that's what, and that's what, that's the part that I like because these greedy folks who are not going to make money off of this when it's failed are going to be stuck with all this stuff and then be trying to figure out what to do with it. And then the same people who couldn't get stuff when they hoarded it should be the same people who be like, you know what, and we ain't buying nothing from you now. But it is just stupid, the desperation and the extreme behavior makes people vulnerable 
for the exploitation, and it puts the most sensitive of us at risk, the elderly. Because one of the things with Instacart, what I'm getting is there's a lot of elderly people who are afraid to go to the stores. So they're ordering stuff. And we go in there, and I'm like, I got an elderly person. They're like, listen, we just out. We ain't got it. You know, like I said, and it's slowing down because now one of the best ones are Costco's. Costco's is limiting things to one person per membership, you know, which can't be problematic if you got a family of, of eight and you can only buy one chicken. But then, hell, you know, buy one chicken of one kind and one chicken of another and have a multifaceted dinner. But at least in Costco's now you can go in and find stuff because they're limiting how many people they let in the store at one time and they're absolutely limiting how many things that you can buy in certain categories. So now you go in there and they're stocked. But today was the first time I walked in any store and was able to get a majority of what I was looking for because they limited it. No, the second day I went in one more Costco. But other stores, literally, you go there and their cabinets are empty. And so, yeah, it, it's, it's, it just shows the, the, the selfishness and self-centeredness of people that they would say, I would rather my family be cool and everybody be screwed over than to try to make it so everybody is cool, even if it inconveniences me to the point where I got to come out of this, come out of the house or go shopping more often. I would rather have everything I could possibly need for the next six months and everybody else go without than get what I need for the month and then once a month come out, you know, for the next six months to get what I need. It's, it's trifling. And it really shows that this togetherness that they talk about of the American people, this American ideal, this something never existed. It doesn't exist now and it never existed. America, whether they like it or not, is based on rugged individualism and materialism. And the point where people share is only when they need to. Like in New York with 9-11. All of a sudden, when there was somebody else besides the typical minorities, Everybody band together, and everybody was like, yeah, 9-11, we're New Yorkers. And, but, you know, right before that, you know, you had your neighborhood and I had mine. And then after the threat went away, it returned to the same thing. You know, we're really not a melting pot. We're, we're just an a, a, a in-ground, a stumping place where people end up, and then you end up, end up together and deal with each other because we have no other choices. You know, and, and it's pathetic, man. It's it's absolutely terrible. And if y'all think this is terrible that we talk about America, listen, the truest patriot is the one who will talk about the truth in America and what it's about and challenge it to be better. And if y'all got something to say, call in and tell us, 646-668-2574. we talking about the people, but I'm going to be on the government in the, next, in, the, in the second section because there's some bull crap going down and people need to know it. And it just shows that our government on both sides, Democrat and Republic, Republican, are just a bunch of self-serving, pisshead anteaters that all need to be replaced. Yeah, but, you know, especially the, yeah. the imbecile that we have in charge. But, you know, let's, let's talk about, you know, what, um, what, what we're talking about is, what do we do about it? You know, because we, like I said, we don't want to just 
just be um, be pissed on it. This is a time where you can just say something, whether you're a Christian or not. Just talking about that golden rule. Do one to others. Do to the elderly folks like you want people doing to your mother and your father and your grandmother. And if you don't want people walking up to your grandmother, your grandfather, your mother, your father, snatching toilet paper and stuff out their hands and just hoarding stuff and then selling it back to them at a negative or at a, an exorbitant price or creating the atmosphere where people can do it to them, quit creating that atmosphere. Quit buying into this. Like, yes, it's very contagious, but that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing we're dealing with a contagion. And we're not dealing with a contagion that's killing people on the level of anything else, like influenza or flu, but it's new. And the difference is if you catch the flu or influenza, I mean, we got vaccinations for those. And if you choose not to take it, you choose not to take it. I'm not a big flu vaccination person. But if I get the flu or something like that and I don't and I don't take the vaccination, that's on me. But the big thing now is this is new and we don't have anything to fight it. And so we're running around freaking out when it's not the most dangerous thing, but it is the most unknown. And that's what freaks people about out about it. It's unknown. But let's deal with what it is. It's unknown. But it's not as dangerous as people said. It's just highly contagious. We don't have a vaccination or a treatment for it. And it hits our most vulnerable population, which is our elderly people. And so let's act like now we care about the elderly people. Go ahead. Now, with that, with that also being said, it, it, look, this, this, this is. I'm old enough to remember the late great Tupac Shakur. Tupac had a very volatile relationship with his mother. Because, you know, she taught him a lot being a panther, but he also saw his mom, who went through a lot, turn to drugs. So they had a very volatile relationship at a certain period of time. But he, when she got clean and this, that, and the other, he wrote his mom a love letter. Dear Mama, right? I knew cats that was in the joint when that came out. Like, like, when I say cats that was in the joint, I don't mean like, oh, well, you know, I'm just in the joint because I, you know, I robbed a bunch of people. It's like, no, I know cats that was in the joints that was like, I walk up to you and, and, and shoot you in the face on your mama's porch. Like, just stone cold, just heartless menace to society ass niggas. Like, I'm not going to lie. And they said when Dear Mama came on, and they was in the joint, you saw everybody crying, picking up the phone, calling their mama, their grandmama, their baby mama, because we all got somebody that we give a damn about, right? Yeah. Other than ourselves. So while you're out, think about that. Think about that. It's not just everybody, every man for himself and God for us all. And you mentioned God earlier, and I wanted to say this. 
whether you are Muslim or Christian or Jew, if you I don't if you believe in a higher power, I don't I don't give a damn if you call him Shamalama Ding Dong and gotta and gotta skip around your bedroom six times to pray to him. I don't give a damn. I really don't. But if you, if whatever higher power or deity or just if you're an atheist and you just believe in the betterness, betterment of the human condition, if if we are sitting here thinking this, and, and and we are all somebody is, we're not the only ones that's thinking this. What what can you say? What what do you think that higher power that you believe in is is looking at? When they see us acting like that, namely you. Come on, y'all, do better. You can do better because you got it in you to do better. Flat out. You know. You can't say that God approves of this. You know that I don't care what God you serve, and this is Satan. He don't he don't approve of the behavior that's going on right now. You know. Yeah, y'all just got to do better. That's crazy, y'all. We got it. Like I said, this is this, we got it. Yes, this is the This America Show TNT Radio. The next chapter six four six 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 eight two five seven four. Call in if you don't agree. Say it. Just like I said, don't call in on no mess where you be making up stuff. If you don't agree and you have a viable logical reason for not agreeing, come say it. But don't come here in no no mess. We don't we don't put up with no mess. You can't just say things outside your neck and your behind. And you know you stay on there. So if you got anything to say, six four six 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 eight two five seven four. Call in. Let us know. Bridget. Or even better, if you agree and you just want to want to talk and get it off your chest, because this it's a lot going on, man. It's, hey, man, come on, call in. We want to hear from you. We want to talk to you. We'll take the t- we'll take the time to talk to you. Everybody needs somebody. With that being said, we're yes. going to take a short break, right? And then we're going to get back and talk about this wreck. Mm. Oh, shit. I almost went there. <laughs> no. Nah. We're going to come back after this after this song, and we're going to talk about uh, the government. Because them mother. Ooh. <laughs> Let me play this song, and we'll and we be right oh, back. <laughs> More action. More excitement. More everything.
Oh, uh, yes, young, yes, little girl. Have anyone seen my 42 laws? Oh, I'm sorry. We're not responsible for lost articles and things. Oh. oh. Okay, so whenever he say a key word, everybody just shout on cue. That's not science. Yo, yes, that indeed. is my junk. That is my junk. I love Erica Badu. Love her, love her, love her, love her, love her. Love her. Oh, no, uh, interesting it. fact. In- interesting fact about that particular song. The uh, beginning with it, more action. That that whole thing that comes from like black exploitation movies. The um, the uh, trailers for like black exploitation movies and stuff. The guy who did that is an actor by the name of Adolf Caesar. Most people will remember him from being uh, in a so from being Sarge in a soldier story with Denzel Washington, and he mm-hmm. was old Mister in the Color Purple. So you know, give y'all a little history, little fact. You know, with some of the stuff we put, with some of the stuff I pull, the fact that I know shit like that is just kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he's, my name is Jim. Bibliophile. So. <laughs> yeah. So, for those who don't know, this is going. We still got two minutes. We're going to the second hour of the TNC Radio, the next chapter radio show on the D Hour Network. Our topic today is this is America. So we're going to repeat this. Welcome to the TNC Radio Next Chapter, where we will always be diving into open and depth conversations about dreams, determination, and dedication and journey taken to realize and focusing on transitioning from one level to another and recognizing when and how to move to the next chapter. And so today we're talking about this is America. And again, we're not just talking about, you know, our gripes. We're also presenting what we think are viable solutions. And we don't prescribe. We're not doctors where we're saying, hey, this is guaranteed to work. But we are going to say what we feel and how we feel and and feel about it. And if it fits and you think it'll work, try it out. If not, try something. But, you know, and if you got got a better answer than us, let us know by calling into the show at 646-668-2574. Again, that is 646. 668-2574, Six six eight two five seven four, and just let us know what you think. Good, bad, or indifferent. The only thing we say is don't come with no lies, don't come with no off-the-cuff bull crap or trolling where you try to get us into something because we ain't going to troll. We just going to hang up on you and then talk about you like a dog. Yeah, So because if you come up here trolling, that's exactly what you deserve. And if you have a question not whether you're trolling, you really need to check yourself because you should know or not whether or not you're trolling. So, yeah, so our, our conclusion from the first situation is just a take from the, from the good book, you know, do unto others. And also, quit being selfish and quit in, in, engaging in desperate behavior that further creates and, and, and fosters the desperate climate we're in that makes people vulnerable to hoarders and, and, and exploiters who will take and take and take and then leave us bereft. So we're not just talking about how selfish and crazy this is, we're saying get a check on yourself. And that means checking others. Because everybody's doing this is related to somebody. They didn't pop up, you know, ambiguously out of nowhere 
without coming out of somebody's womb as a result of somebody's sperm. These are people's family and friends. And if you know your people are engaging in it, check them. Check them because there are people who are elderly who can't get out because they're afraid. They can't get the stuff that they need even when they send people go grocery shopping for them. And then there's the essential workers who have these jobs, delivering mail and other things like that, who can't get to the grocery stores and these other places until the nighttime. And by the time they get there, there's nothing there for them. So we need to stop this. If we really care about these people, we say are essential workers and grocery store workers, we need to make sure that they have access to the stuff that they need. Because once they're gone, we in the world are hurt. So that is our words for dealing with our personal attitudes. Because this is truly America. Because as me Jiffy said, Jiffy said we talked about it. And what he didn't say um, that we brought up before and that he brought up is that adversity is a magnifying glass that shows you who you really are. See, everybody can overlook stuff when things are good. But it's like, and I go back to the biblical story about people giving offerings. And the old lady came up and gave, you know, a small offering. And what was said about her is she gave more than everybody else because she, she gave of her need. Like, her giving that money might mean that she don't get to eat today. It might mean that she doesn't, you know, she can't um, afford clothes or something where everybody else is giving of their extra, their increase, but it wasn't of their need. And so when we think about this, we really got to put this in perspective. You know what I'm saying? We got to look at it that it matters the situation. And the people who are giving to us, when they don't have, it is so much more than us not having. Because we're not out serving people. We're going to get our stuff and then going home. We're going to get stuff and then we're giving it to other people. But when the poor can't get it, when those essential workers who are doing this stuff for us, I'm saying essential workers, that's a term, but these workers are doing this stuff for us, can't get it. But they're exposed to all kinds of dangers all day. That's piss poor. That is piss poor. Like I got like, re, like remember yeah, a few years ago when when the famous thing was Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. and then everybody jumped up and said, "No, all lives matter." Then fucking act like it. There you go. Act like it, and, and that's 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 what we're saying. We're saying that that's the important thing. Get your act together. Get better at what you're doing. And live up to what you say. Because if not, they're just empty words that are no different than counterfeit money. Empty words are just counterfeit money for the soul. That's it. And that's what we're talking now, about. Now, that we... Now that we didn't talk about the people, oh, you go ahead and take Washington, dude. Like I'm just okay. you, you, you go start that so, up, start it up. Cause, so, um, 
let's 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 get this correct. And so people don't trip. Let me tell you something. I don't like Democrats or Republicans. So for all of those who say, man, he's left or right, I'm damn out of it. That's where I'm at. I'm not in the middle. I'm not left or right. I'm out of it. I, I, I'm i a political creature because I live in a political world and I have to act. But as far as identifying, trusting, or believing in any of them, they're all pieces of shit. And so I'm going to break this down mathematically in a historical perspective so you understand where I'm coming from, and then we're going to move on. Democrats and Republicans say they're about America, that they're for the betterment of America, all this other kind of stuff. But let's just use a mathematical model and a common sense model, and you're going to see that that's bullcrap. So Republican Party has always backed Republican candidates. Local and, go, and and federal, always. I've never heard of the Republican Party backing someone outside of their party. Same thing with Democrats. They only back Democrats. And the, I'm not saying that there are not some Democrats or Republicans who leave party affiliation and vote outside of it. I'm talking about the parties of the, as a whole maintain their um, political integrity. When I say political integrity, I'm not talking on a higher level, but indebted, I should say their political dedicatedness to their, to, their, um, to their party regardless. And so for either one of these jokers to say that they are a country first, they would have to be able to say that they actually believe in every election that's been held since their creation, federal and local, that in every situation they believe that their candidate was the best one for the American people. For over 200 years, one of these jokers has to honestly say that they believe not one time, even with McCain and Palin, and I don't care who McCain was, once you put Palin on any ticket where you run in the country, you are ass out and stupid. And so to think anybody running with Sarah Palin except Jesus would be able to be an effective government and be a safe government is crazy. And so that's just my point on that. But unless each one of those people, those parties, can say that in every case they believe that they had the best candidate for the American people in every election since their inception or creation, they are voting party over country and politics over people. It's just no way to do it outside of that. If you vote for somebody who you do not believe is the best for the American government, or I mean for the American people, because they don't represent your party, you are putting party over people. And so both Democrats and Republicans, every day, every second, every year, every month, put party over people. That's why I give y'all a big fat middle finger and y'all can kiss my ass. And none of you can dispute that. Mathematically, you probably have a better chance of hitting the super lotto every day for 365 days in a row before you could say that in every election, since the inception over 200 years, local and federal, you believe, actually, that you have the best candidate. 
Yeah, right. So I don't like either one of them. But now we'll get into this stuff, right? I'm reading and seeing what's going on. So first, let's deal with the person who holds the presidential position. I don't call him a president because I factor things by two different factors. One is by the position you hold, and then two is by the position you fulfill. So you can be in the presidential office and to me not be the president because you're not doing crap that a president should be doing or or successfully fulfilling your responsibilities. So this dude is going around saying China's China, China, Chinese virus. And he said, I said that because it comes from China. I'm like, now diseases have nationality. Okay, so now I guess herpes and syphilis, those are Americans <laughs> or those Roman. are European? That's, which one? Roman, whatever. So what Greek, I'm saying is Greek and Roman. we don't say, yeah, Greek and Roman, but we don't ever in the history of the world describe a disease or a virus by where it comes from. Never. I don't hear the the Italian this, the, the British this, the African this, the, the you know, the Mexican this. No. And then Well they did call now, AIDS now, the gay man's disease. Okay. But that's 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 not a place. And you unless someone is overtly, you know, um, and I don't know how to say overtly and obviously gay, there's no way that you can pin that on somebody. You know, gay is not something that you can walk up and be like, okay, that person's gay, that person's not, that person's gay, unless they are overtly showing it by holding hands with another, with the same sex or whatever. You can't go out and just beat up on gay folks who don't identify as gay. We're talking about you can't hide the fact that you're Chinese. You can't hide the fact that you're African or African-American. You can't hide the fact that you're Mexican. I mean, they're in your characteristics. So when you're talking about a characteristic or a phenotype that is clearly associated with something, it's different than labeling a lifestyle. So going back to that, there are stories about, you know, Chinese people being spit on, yelled at, and attacked. And then Trump says on the news, oh, I think, you know, when, when a reporter asked him about calling the Chinese virus, he said, do you think they would agree? Oh, I think all Chinese 100% would agree with me. I'm just like, so this is the stupidity that you have going on in the, in, the, in the presidential office. You have somebody labeling it a Chinese disease in a country that's been xenophobic from its institution. And it has proven it can be xenophobic in harsh times, i.e. 9-11. People don't know the difference between Middle Eastern countries or how they dress. So anybody who looked like they were from the Middle East were getting beat up and stumped on in the train, period. And they didn't know how to delineate between which countries the people were actually from. You look Middle Eastern, you get your butt beat. And so now we have this idiot talking about the Chinese virus, and now you have the xenophobic, ignorant people who, who always were that, now singling out and beating up on and harming Chinese people. And he says it doesn't matter. And if you say it doesn't matter, you're as dumb as hell. 
because it's the same thing with advertising and all that stuff. If advertising and stuff didn't work, they wouldn't use it. But truth be told, positions of power, repetitive nature of, of information, it being put out in certain venues has a certain effect. Then, then you got this other thing going on, which absolutely amazes me. I'm looking at Facebook, right? And then I, I click on it to see, you know, the different articles. But check this out. Some Republicans tried to slip abortion restrictions in the coronavirus. Um, um, in the coronavirus um, legislation. Think about that. We are up here dealing with a pandemic. We got people dying and being affected at a, at a massive rate with no known vaccine. And these jokers are trying to pass a bill to limit abortion. And like, why, is, why are we even dealing with abortion? Trying to limit abortions and putting it inside the stimulus package so they can say when, um, when Democrats don't vote for it that they're against the stimulus. And then if they vote for it, then they can say Democrats voted to restrict the rights that they said that they were not going to restrict. And then also, this is something else I read. The bill provides little transparency, and this is off the Internet, so I'm letting you know this is not verified as far as I searched a whole bunch of stuff, but this is what it's saying. But this is the fact that even this kind of stuff is going on is just damn amazing. So, and I've heard, but I have heard this fact many a time that the money that they're offering, something like $500 billion to corporations as a bailout, but the last time that they bailed these corporations out, they did, buy, um, they did stock and bond buybacks. I don't know if those are the same thing, but stock buybacks, bond buybacks. But basically, you buy yourself back from your um, people, and then all of a sudden you start hoarding that money. So the Democrats are saying that they don't want the companies to be able to take this and just buy back their stock because last time they said you give the money to the corporations, they're going to create more jobs. What they did is they bought back their stock and they hoarded the money, right? There are no specific provisions to protect from individuals from eviction, foreclosure, or forbearance, no money for state and local government, no additional SNAP funds, no OSHA language to protect workers, no expanded emergency leave provisions, only three months on unemployment insurance. Direct payments are not available to the millions of people who did not file their tax returns in 2018 and 2019. So what they're saying is, basically on this bill, when they're like, well, we're going to give everybody, you know, every American um, $1,000, they're saying we're only going to give Americans who filed taxes in 2018 in 2019, tax. I mean, get the, the um, stimulus. So, if you filed every year of your life up to 2017, and you didn't file for the last two years, mainly because you didn't owe anything, so you just didn't care, you don't get anything from the stimulus. No money to help with the treatment of the uninsured, and the bill does not provide adequate relief for the 44 million federal student loans. Now, student loans thing, I can see. I mean. I understand people talking about that. I would say just suspend it without insurance and stuff. But these are the things that are going on. So while people are dying, 
while people are getting infected, while people are living in fear, you got these fools up here arguing over numbers and then giving the corporations $500 billion and then giving people a thousand bucks, but only if you file taxes. Like, if you didn't file taxes, you don't need the money. And so these are the games, and I don't have any respect for any of this. This is all bull crap, and people just abusing and using people. And they got all this stuff going on. They don't care about the people. They care about their constituencies. They care about their funders, and they care about their jobs. And then check this out. Somebody said something that amazed me that I didn't think of because I'm not a great financial mind. And they said, why in the world would the government give the corporations a $500 billion bailout? They're like, the, the interest rates are damn near zero. They could borrow money against their assets for damn near nothing in interest and then pay those loans back, and that can stimulate the economy. Why are we giving them $500 billion? Why don't we loan them, make them take out loans, and then pay the loans back? Why are we just going to give them money? But then you're not giving that much money to the people of the country. And so it just all pisses me off. And all of them have made this possible by the BS they've run on the country since their existence. So both Democrats and Republicans. Kiss has said in my, one of my favorite movies, and if you don't know what it is, you go and get your black card revoked. Kiss my entire ass, quick. Kiss my entire ass. So that's what I'm saying. And so now we have these jokers up here playing politics with people's lives. Hey, we got a call in. Let's see who's on the line. Bring them in. All righty. Who we got here? Not just did. Hello, who is this? This is Miss Sandy. This is Miss Sandy. I am Miss Sandy. What? Miss Sandy, what? Miss Sandy is a host. Was it, hold on, let me introduce Miss Han, Miss Sandy is a host of Say It Radio on the same um same network. We used to host shows together until I, we started doing TNC. But yeah, this is my girl. And just introduce yourself and say what you got to say. The topic is this is America. Get, get in, girl. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm Miss Sandy. I am as yeah. I'm the host of State Radio. We're on Friday night from eight to ten p.m. Central Standard Time. You know, uh, I speak my mind very candidly, very uh, unfiltered. So if I drop some swear words, forgive me. I, it's not trying to disrespect you. I just sometimes I get I get very good. passionate about what I'm speaking about. Um, this is the first time this, you've heard this show. <laughs> no, no, I just you know, I, I you know, yeah, he's, I'm a, put he's a male version of you. Because it's hey, not, hey, no, hey. I want to put the no. Oh no, he's a male version of you. I do a disclaimer every time he opens his mouth. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Feel like. We are, this is, this, I can't even describe, I can't come up with the words, but this, what we're living in right now, this is, a, it like, I feel like, we're all, like, it has to be punk somewhere. I feel like Ashton Kutcher is going to jump out and say, y'all asses been punked. Ha ha, can't camera, over here, 
this is it. And, this, you know, nobody's saying something. Oh, nobody laughing. Everybody's like, oh, my gosh. Um, you got me. Hold on, ass. This about to get his ass whooped. I'm going to tell you that right now. And if I got time to be played with, it's like, this is a long time to be played with. This is, you don't just do this to people. And, you know, I'm looking at, you know, the sinless check that, you know, they're talking about and trying to bring some financial relief to to people um, in this chaos of a world. And it's it's interesting, um, you know, the Democrats and Republicans, they haven't been able to come up with some kind of really resolution of how this is going to work. So I don't think it's really passed yet. I could be wrong. Because um, no, that was stuff that you mentioned. It did pass? It didn't. And this is what I said. It didn't pass. So it didn't pass because Democrats have the issues that you're listing right now. It's not protecting, you know, so that's why it's not passing. It's like, it, and um, so the Democrats are having issues with this stuff. So this is why um, they might be to 12 o'clock, you know, midnight, you know, before they reach any kind of thing. But the whole issue that you mentioned, that's the reason why it hasn't passed. Be, uh, how do you get some type of aid to um, these, you know, these Americans, and even um, I don't know, you know, I don't know what the answer is. I really do not know what the answer is. I know my my what son, class of twenty twenty, they gonna get their diploma on via email. <laughs> yeah, I heard, I heard they canceling proms and everything else. Yeah, canceling proms. Yeah, they canceled Shaker's um, prom. They canceled Shaker's Yeah, prom. they canceling proms, some graduation. Uh, it's just so weird. Damn. And, you know, it's, it's it's crazy. And, you know, you know what? And this what? is my personal, I don't know. This is, it's fucking crazy. It's, I don't, under, you know, it's, it's a lot deeper than what everybody thinks. Everybody thinks it's okay, you go outside and, you know what, I can still go out there. It's, it's. I got a girlfriend of mine who's a, a Fulton County um, police officer in the, in Atlanta, and she was saying how a woman contracted the the uh, um, coronavirus. She let a man borrow her pen, and she used the pen, and she got the virus and then died from it. I mean, it's that serious. Like it's so you we don't y'all don't know it's so serious. Like. You can have it and not know you have it because we don't. There's the corona test. We don't have the corona test. So a lot of people are probably walking around having it and not knowing they have it. Yeah. So, um, how are you dealing? It's, with it? What are you doing personally? Personally, um, I'm I'm in my house and I'm and I, I go on Facebook, go on live, I cry because I you know I I vent. Because I haven't had sex since 2018, and with all this coronavirus, it looks like I'm never going to have sex again in my life. So I was just like, <laughs> and if this is the way I'm going to die. I just, it's just is, really, is really sad. New- it brings, <laughs> it brings tears to my eyes. <laughs> I don't know all you want to do is do so not call sad. into the show now. 
<laughs> hold, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, and, let me, and if you do, look, brother, you better have not, it for Rome This is not because a, there will be none if this you are is not, not a dating clean. show. Do not, <laughs> this is not, <laughs> I mean, not a dating We show. are not screening applicants asked, at this time, fellas. How okay? am I dealing with this? You know, how, how am I dealing with this? That's the question was asked. The question was asked, yeah. how am I dealing with this? Right. Yeah, I, I get it. Oh, I just had to let the fellas know, like, hey. Paul, this is what I'm thinking. I may never have sex again in my life. You know what I'm saying? Say if this is. Are you in Atlanta? No, I'm not. I'm in the Chicagoland area now. Okay, so no, I'm no longer in Atlanta. But this is how I'm thinking. Okay, because like, oh my gosh, oh. You know, I'm breaking. See, if if you see in Chicago, you'd have been cool if you had happened in the winter, because can't shit live in the winter without a Chicago winter coat. It'd have killed Corona. That's I'm just saying. No, you're not. Like, they said the heat needs to kill there. Corona. They said the heat needs to kill Corona. Do you know it was snowing this early this morning? I just looked outside. I said, this is goddamn. Goddamn. I gave it up. I was like, can I believe? Really? Really? This is fucking horrible. This is, I, this is, I, just, I don't understand. I just want to break down and just cry. What? <laughs> Well, yeah. let me let me let me, let me get my little diet. Let me get my little diatribe real quick, because this is about to get real real fast. First off, yes. the little the, go ahead and give it to him again. Go go and give give it to him again. Uh, we uh, we like to say that what? the views and the pi- the what? views and the opinions of the views and opinions of Gypsy Star <laughs> are not necessarily the views of D Hour TNC or anybody but him. But we like freedom of speech on this show, so we're just letting you know we are responsible for him being on the show, but we have no control over what he said. Okay, hit it. Now, the little fuck-faced Cheeto that's in the White House right now. Not only was he calling it the Chinese virus. No, I mean, this is like, if you think that's offensive, he was going around calling it the Kong flu. Really? Really? The Kong flu. First off, on one hand, the shit is hilarious. On the other hand, it's like, you need your ass whooped. It did. Repeatedly. (laughs) But you shouldn't be surprised by him saying this wild ass shit. This racist ass shit. You know, he took an ad out. You know, this is on par with his history. And again, that is on par with the history of America. Or am I the only motherfucker that remembers watching any Looney Tune cartoons ever in their life? Any movie from 19 older than that that's from the 1950s? Really? Like, are y'all serious right now? You know, I remember Arnold from uh, uh, Happy Days. Pat Morita's ass was a little that that shit was a little racist with him. You know what I mean? Arnold, all that shit. I remember that. So this ain't no new shit that we talking about. Giving money to corporations you know, this has been the Republican line 
forever. You know, some people may not remember Hill. If he was alive, he wouldn't remember Ronald Reagan in the 80s. You know what I mean? <laughs> he said if he was alive, he would remember. <laughs> you so stupid. <laughs> I mean, all of this shit is, is, is on par. Now, that I've talked about the Republicans, because like Malcolm said, right wing or left wing, it's all the same damn bird. Yep. Now, the Democrats, they they down for the same shit. They just make it seem like they for the people, which is fucking worse. Let us not forget that the reason why the Democratic Party, most African Americans, blacks, coloreds, Negroes, I don't know what the fuck we going by this week. <laughs> we vote for them. is <laughs> because of fucking uh, John F. Kennedy. And John F. Kennedy was supposedly cool with uh, Martin Luther King. That's the only reason we go that direction. Because before that, we was talking about, oh, you know, we gonna vote Republican, because that was what? The party of Lincoln. You know what I'm saying? But it's all the same shit. Hilarious. It's all the same shit. They don't give a damn. Listen, Michael Jackson told y'all in in the early 90s, they don't really care about us. So you ain't got nothing but yourselves. You are out here on your own. Literally. You know what? You know what? To play on what you just said, that is so very true. I feel, because right now, for me in the space, and I'm Miss Sandy, I I had to look at myself. It's my first time I'm self I'm self employed. I don't have a W two. I work on ten ninety nine, I freelance and do various contract work. I do some Amazon Flex and some Uber Eats. That's what I do. And um I'm able to pay my bills. My bills are paid. But it's my first time it's like I I don't have the patience to play the corporate game. You know, I, 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 I'm I good at what I do in the corporate field, but to go by the corporate game, and it's not about even, it's not about even achieving a certain goal. It's yes, sir, no, sir, no, ma'am. I just don't have it in me. I don't. And I don't know. I'm scared. It is scary because, you know, because we have this, if I don't go out there and work, I don't get paid. So, you know, am, am I scared? Yeah, I'm scared. I mean, you have to probably hear my a TV in the background. My apologies. Um, you know, I just, it's scary, you know. But I also attribute this to the Trump administration, um, President Obama and, and um, Bush and whoever we had. And I always felt, you know, oh, well, let me go get my corporate job. Let me do this. Let me do that. This is the first time I was. I felt like I was pushed outside of that comfort level, like just pushed, whether it's good or bad. Um, I'm he's still here. I'm still surviving, and it's on my own terms. And I'm still, that's, that's just what it is. And I think I wouldn't have done it 
if it, we were had a, a different presidency. Like I'm thinking everything happens for a reason. There's some blessing in everything that we're, that we're going through. There's a blessing in it that we have to look out for ourselves. We have to mentor our kids, not just, ooh, graduate, go to college, doing this. You have to graduate and look out for yourself. You've got to look out for yourself and get yourself together because you can't depend on the government. You can't depend on your parents. You can't depend on anybody. You've got to depend on yourself and get yourself prepared to survive. Right. You know, Gil Scott here said it best. The government, the government that you've elected is inoperative. Yeah. Inoperative. And this thing about it, too, you know, now you have to redefine what job security looks like. Because before mm-hmm. it was going to a company, working mm-hmm. for them, doing your job mm-hmm. well, getting them to love you, and working all mm-hmm. the years now, corporations don't care. They'll get rid of you just mm-hmm. as much as look at you, and you will be sitting there looking like, but I thought, no, baby, the, the loyalty that companies ask of you, they do not show to you. Mm-hmm. You know, Ohio is an at-will state, and a lot of states are at-will states. As long as they ain't coming in and saying, uh, we, we firing all niggas today, you got a job. But they can come in and be like, hey, you know what? You don't have the right here. Go home. And they're doing that in corporate America. Mm-hmm. They're walking up to, you know, a sister that don't want to put a perm in her head or, don't, or just put her hair in some nice braids and it's neat looking good. Oh, no, get out. You know, as far as these kids going to prom and this, that, and the other, listen, hey, be glad that you ain't got to spend on prom. Be glad. I know it sucks because, you know, you want your kids to experience prom and this, that, and the other. Be glad that you ain't got to spend the money on that. Be glad. Mm -hmm. You know, it sucks that, you know, you got to give your kid his diploma on Facebook, his or her diploma on Facebook Live and be like, my baby did it. Well, you know what? You know, but you know what? That's not, to be for real, yeah, your, your child graduated high school, but guess whose diploma that is? Guess that ain't their diploma. That's their mama, that, that's they mama and daddy's diploma. <laughs> because you work with them for 12 years. Now, when they go to college or trade school or whatever, that's theirs because they did that. But that diploma, that belongs to mama and dad. See, that's how our grandparents did it. Sometimes, unfortunately, you got to know your history, and I'm just to get to say something that I really don't like, you got to know the history as well, her story, his story, for you ultra-deep raggedy bastards out there listening right now. <laughs> so you have to you have to know that. You have to know that, hey, you know what? Sometimes we got to go back and pick up some of those things that we left, lost. Hey, you made it through the 12th grade. That's an accomplishment, especially when you could have, you know, went to school and 
got shot because somebody didn't like the fact that they was getting bullied or you live in a bad neighborhood or even if you live in, you know, and there's gangs and stuff, or even if you live in a good neighborhood and, you know, Timmy is getting tired of getting stuffed in a locker, so he comes in and blows half the school away. You know, those things happen. With all of those things, yes, it's great and it's wonderful that you've made that accomplishment, but prom is not a necessity. Your life is a necessity. Mm-hmm. We need y'all to, we need y'all to, everybody was pushing college at one time, but the dude that does my plumbing where I live, you know what that joker drives when he's not in that mm-hmm. van? He drives a Benz. And it's pretty. I've seen it. Okay. You know what? Yeah. Dad, so, what you're saying right there, that trade school, my, my, my oldest son, he graduated from college and he did that classic route he has a corporate job and doing successful but and I'm not butting that I'm just you know that's I'm so happy and proud of him he does want his own company so he's working towards that as well but my youngest one he does not want to go to college I think it broke my heart because I had the mentality that old mentality oh you gotta you know graduate go to college and get a corporate job and he's you know he he didn't want that. His grade said he didn't want that. So I just had a hard time figuring out. I'm like, well, what do you? But want? you know what? I want to be people. People. He want people learn his own thing. They don't. They, right. No, people they learn do different. definitely learn different. I'm not saying. And I'm college not ain't this, for everybody. No, it's not. If you college, go into debt, let's right. think about it. You go. You you can't even get to your major until you take some prereqs, some shit you already took in high school, right? You got to go past these things. So now you're. Ten thousand dollars in debt because you got to retake English, you got to retake whatever you got to retake and whatever before you even get accepted into your college, the major of you, what you want. So I think a lot of companies they're trying to bypass that. Google announced Amazon; they all announced you don't you no longer require you not you don't have to have a a four year degree to get the position that you want. Um, these colleges, NIU, Northern Illinois University, these colleges they're no longer requiring students who have taken the SAT or ACTs anymore. They're taking that back. You don't have to do that. The enrollments are down. You know, we got people graduating, and they're not even in their field. They can't even afford to pay back the student loans. So it's, it's the NCAA, you know, I'm so glad LeVar Ball, he came to the system, and there's, there has to be a different way for these athletes that want to play basketball, but they don't want to go to college. It's like a waste of fucking time. Um, what, what other avenues can we, we generate? The G League, they revamped that. Hey, maybe the overseas thing, go do that. In California, they implemented, you know, now athletes can get some kind of paid, get paid off their likeness for these schools that they play for. I mean, I think yeah. a lot of things are changing. There are a lot of things that are starting to change. Like, there's a different way to get to a goal. Um to their success. Success. It doesn't have to be with a degree. Um, it doesn't have to be the classic way that we once thought of. And I think we have this, and I'm going to say everything happens for a reason, is to think more positive. Because of this administration, we're thinking outside of the norm. You know, we're pushing ourselves to think outside of the classic thing. And if we didn't have the classic way we were trained, right? Exactly. We were we were we we were trained. Yeah, but let's let's get into something real quick because 
some news got passed down that is going to absolutely affect people of color um, for, I mean, the rest of the existence of America. Um, We're talking about this administration and this is America. What happened while everybody was sleeping is the Supreme Court ruled against Byron Allen. So what that means for black folks, and it's it's a clause for the but for. So basically, to sum it up, Byron Allen was saying that, okay, they discriminated me because I was black. What Comcast and everybody else said is, we discriminated against you. The fact that you were black had something to do with it, but it wasn't the only factor. And the Supreme Court, based on what Byron Allen was saying, was the but for is a false cause. In other words, if any of your consideration is my race, my ethnicity, then it should be racist and it should be against the um, Civil Rights Act. What the court said now is today that it's the higher standard. Now you have to prove that the only reason someone discriminated against you was because you were black. And if they have any other reason besides being black or being Latino or being, you know, indigenous, if there are any other reasons they discriminate against you other than those factors, it's not discrimination according to the um, Civil Rights Act anymore. So now someone can say, yeah, I fired her. Part of the consideration was she's black, but it's also because I don't like her work and I don't like her dress. And all of that could be hooked to your ethnicity. But as long as they say, you know what, it wasn't just her blackness. They can now discriminate against you, and the Supreme Court said it's legal. Now, when you add that with the Texas decision, it gets real deep. Because the Texas decision was, based on the Civil Rights Act, certain states had to confer with the federal government before they made changes to their federal to their voting laws and stuff like that to make sure they did not discriminate against people and did not go against the discrimination act. What Texas said was, yes, our um, measures disproportionately, you know, exclude or affect people of color, but that wasn't our intention. And so, what the um, court, Supreme Court, said was. Well, because they didn't mean to do it, it does not violate the Civil Rights Act. So they were able to enact policies and do redistricting and all this other kind of stuff that disproportionately disenfranchised and muted the the African-American vote in the state to the point where they split African-Americans up among a bunch of districts so they don't have any kind of voting power. The the Supreme Court said because they didn't mean it, it was okay. So now this is the scenario you have in America. White people can be racist in nature toward any race or ethnicity as long as they didn't mean it and it's not the only reason they're coming after you. 
and the Supreme Court said that is legal. So if you think you're right. one closer, one step closer to the plantation, you better get it straight. Now, I can do something as an organization, and it can disproportionately affect people of color. And as long as I can prove or you can't prove that I meant to do it, the Supreme Court said it's legal. So you can have a situation where you have outcomes that are equivalent or the same as racist behaviors, and as long as they can't prove that you meant to do it, it's legal. And now if they discriminate against you, but they have other reasons other than you're black, but they can say it's because you're black or you're white, you're Latino, whatever, they can do that as long as it's not the only reason. And the Supreme Court signed off on both of those. Well, look you here. know, this ain't nothing. This ain't nothing new, though. This ain't oh, nothing I know, new. But it's, like, it's, if new we, it's like, new for people. But no, no, no. I mean, it's 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 no, it's new for people who chose not to know. Okay, I'll take that too. It's it's see, it's like when OJ went on trial, when he got arrested. When Michael Jackson, everybody wanted to bring up was OJ. In the 90s. <laughs> OJ, Michael, you know all of them. They got they, they got they. What did what did the what did black folks say? Oh, y'all got y'all nigga wake up call. That's what we said. Y'all got y'all nigga wake up call. <laughs> You know, I ain't black, I'm OJ. Okay, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> ring, ring. <Okay. laughs> ring, ring. Hello. Hey, nigga, 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 those, nigga. <laughs> hey, and for all those who are not sure, there's a very simple litmus test to identify what you are. And I, I'm, I use black folks because I'm black. If you go to a Klan rally, will they give you a rope? Or a sheet. That's all you need to know. If you'll get handed a sheet, you white. If you'll get handed a rope, welcome to blackness. And it's really that simple. Now, <laughs> now, America <laughs> has always, now, let's be painstakingly clear. America likes, every, likes everything about your black ass, except your black ass. <laughs> oh my goodness! Hilarious. There we go. And, I, I told you, and it's you, been you, like you gave that. your disclaimer. Like, uh, <laughs> hilarious. And it's been like that. It's been that it, it, it it's been that way since the first nigga was kidnapped off the Congo. Let's be painstakingly clear. Oh this is God. this is it. Be painstakingly oh clear about it. So why you know, all the overcoming that we've done and we're able to do all of this and yes, we've made some strides since nineteen sixty three. 1955. Give you that. Give you that. Hands down, cannot deny it. But black folks, you have lost your damn minds. 
at the what? same time. You niggas oh, have lost on, your on, damn mind. Hold on, hold on. We got to do something real quick because we only got a couple minutes left. Because, you know, I, I, I be, I be um, scrolling through news and stuff while we're on here. Check this out. Kid you not, and this is still in the level of the government. Because I go from news, news and guts. If you don't, if you have questions about who to um, listen to, go to news and guts. I forgot his name. He's one of the old time Walter Cronkite or somebody. It was one of the um, old time um, 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 news dudes who got sick of what news, and so he started his own called News and Guts. And so his stuff is Dan Rather put out. Dan Rather. But check this out. On yeah. News and Guts, it says, U.S. supplies of drugs for lupus, arthritis, exhausted after Trump touts them for coronavirus. People are actually talking, taking medical advice from this idiot. And then this is another article on News and Guts. Um, a man died after ingesting a substance he thought would protect him from coronavirus. Mm-mm. Getting information from the government. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, this is a Darwin Award. So check this out. Again. And this is from somebody the government with a 3.9 you have elected in his doctorate. It's like this. This is from somebody with a 3.95 in his doctorate, you know, summa cum laude. If you take medical advice or mental health advice or from this administration, other than the doctors who are speaking on it, you're an idiot. Trump, you're the, straight up, is a narcissistic you're the, idiot with a with a with a platform. And if you're listening to him, but you know what? Said, this is natural selection. You're gone. And anybody who would like to debate that with me, feel free to call me, email me, contact me, because I will chew your but a new asshole. Stop listening. You ain't got to worry about somebody like calling that because I'm going to, you know, I'm going to say this. No matter who does not like Trump, right, and want to say, you know, he is a narcissist, he is this, he is that, he could be all of that because it doesn't matter because it is what it is and it's not going away. So it's like, you can. Oh, I'm, not, I'm just saying you're an idiot. No, no, no. I'm you can't say, oh, like, oh, Miss Sandy, you a bitch. You this, you that, you this. You can say all the shit you want to. I'm not going away. Stop. So, you oh, know, so it's okay. like, at this point, at this point in the game, it's like, he is who he is, and he ain't fucking changing. So, you have to work, right. you have to, you have to maneuver a workaround. How can I work through this? How can I still. Get what I want, despite of dealing with someone I don't like. And people, if you got a corporate job or you got a job that you do not like, and it's like I wish I could just quit, but I can't. You know, what I'm saying I got bills to pay, I got shit to do. You know, I can't, I can't. So I teach me how I can work through this and still get what I want. I got a racist That's what I'm you got a good point. Hey, but hey, Sandy, you got that's a what good I'm point, saying. And don't, I got the answer. What, the way you live through this is you don't take medical advice from that fool. That's how you live no, no, through it. I got the answer. Don't take medical I got the answer. Okay. I got the answer. Even if you, okay, 
taking Trump out of it. Ask yourself this. Would you ask your mechanic to fill your cabinet? If the answer (laughs) is no, because he's not a dentist, That answers all of that shit right there. Like, I'm not even going to get into the, well, Trump is this. No, would you ask your mechanic to fill your cavity? No, he's not a dentist. Then shut the fuck up talking stupid to me. Like, just period. But it doesn't still, it does not create a workaround. Like, how do you get through it? Some people are in relationships. Some people, first some people off, are in relationships. I know I don't want to be with this person, step, but I have to navigate a workaround to still... That one, handle my day to day, my hour to hour, my minute to minute. But no, but this is a simple rule. This is a simple principle of being. You don't stick metal in the fucking electric socket. You don't grab open wires. No, no, no. Seriously, no, seriously, seriously. And I'm, but I'm saying this is as a as a medical professional. Like I said, with a 3.95 in his doctorate, people when it comes to mental health. The first thing I tell people when they walk in my office, and this ain't a workaround, this is the truth. I'm like, don't diagnose yourself. Don't let anybody who's not a medical um, a medical professional diagnose you. And damn, don't go taking any medicine or anything that's diagnosed to you off of the damn internet or from somebody who you think is in your position. This is what I tell that's when I'm in fine, my office. But what is the that, solution? You tell me what not to do. Sandy. Daddy, let me finish. And so I tell them, don't do it. And what you do is when you come in this office, you ask me or whatever professional you're with all the questions you've been asking the Internet and them other idiots. So I'm saying this from a, a, a clinical perspective. This wasn't me like on my soapbox, like I'm telling people who vote for Trump. I'm saying this as a rule of thumb. If you want to stay alive and healthy, don't take medical advice from anybody who's not in the medical field, especially a narcissistic idiot, because just like that dude who died from taking medicine who thought it was cool. So the way you work around that, you find some of your friends, like my people call me up, hey, how do I deal with depression? You call up your people who you know have the professional acumen and understanding and you ask them. And if you don't know, you ask them, do you have a friend? No, you ask somebody if they have a friend. I have people calling me up all the time talking about so-and-so recommended you, and I wanted to talk to you about something. That's that simple. Nobody on the island doesn't know anybody who knows somebody. Okay, all I'm saying is the the first rule of thumb is use your brain. Okay, okay. If you ain't got a brain, brain. go to the wind. Right. Okay. That right there. If you are in a, a job situation where you can't trust anybody, but you need the job to pay your job, your bills, or you're in a relationship that you feel like I don't like who I'm with, or I'm, but I gotta, you know, because I need a place over my head. I need some, you know, I just need whatever. You feel like you can't get out. You know, you need to get out, but you don't know how to get out. And this are like our our administration. You know, we can sit here and bash Trump all day long, but it's not going to help because guess what? He's still our president. We still have to work through it and figure out what we got to do to secure ourselves and our family. We got to think outside the box. And that last no, part, we are, we you have a brain. You've already just done what you do, and now we are you, you, 
you 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 you're mm-hmm. right. But here, okay, let me address uh, let me address what you what you stated. First off, you got that job. They didn't stop making jobs after they made that one. And if you are really unhappy at that job and you can't find another job that's going to make you happy, guess what you do? You create your job that's going to make you happy. And again, that's I'll say it from a clinical perspective. Uh, I'm a, and I'm going to break it down like this. And, I, and, again, this is something that I'm not saying just for the show. I tell everybody, any decision that you made that is majority ran, thought about, ran through, and based on fear, 99% of the time is going to be a poor decision. And I'm not talking about your ability to get in of it out of it, but fear is a different beast. And I will tell you, no matter whether you're in an abusive situation job, relationship, or with yourself, if you make your decisions out of fear, there's a 9 out of 10 chance that you're going to do more damage to yourself with your decision than not. And the only way you're going to get out of it is when you start thinking about your survival in a greater context than your fear. And whatever you have to do to do that, you have to get it out. But if you don't think about your surviving and getting over that in a greater context than you do of your fear and your, in, your belief of inability to escape it, you will sit there and you will participate in your own death and demise. So I'm not saying just get over it because it's not a just, but you do have to get over it. And my thing is like this. The other thing I tell people, you in a screwed up position where it looks like you're going to die anyway. So what do you have to lose by trying anything except being in the exact same position you're in? So the only if you don't do anything, you're dead, and if you do something else, you might be dead. But guarantee, if you don't do something, you guarantee dead. So you can either guarantee your ass is going to be screwed over forever, or you can keep fighting, and then you being screwed over forever is a byproduct of your failure to get out, but it won't be your participation in the process. Because when you're in them situations, yo, yo. oh, yeah, you going down, period. Yo, yo. Wow. Listen, we are down to one minute. I'm too sexy for one exactly. minute. All right, so here's what we're going to do. I love where this is going. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a part two with it next week, starting, starting with this, Miss Sandy. We start at 9 in standard time on Mondays. We want you to come back, and we're going to keep this going. All right? But you got to <laughs> stay at home and call in, because if you come to one of our houses, we can't let you in because Rona Roan ain't going to allow it. The coronavirus ain't going to allow it either. No, we've given it nicknames. It's Rona Rona. It's, it's the Rona the Rona. Rona. <laughs> The Rona Rona. Rona Rona, run up on you. The Rona Rona. All right. Normally we would end with, uh, normally we would end the show with uh, Eye on the Sparrow by Sammy Davis Jr. But what we going to do this time is we going to end it with my man Prince and his song America. Ooh. Ooh. 